Hey y'all, welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I am your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and would like to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at Sativa at gmail.com. I hope you guys are having a very good one. Um, so I wanted to touch upon something that I felt was pretty important. Um, so what I'm going to do is, um, I'm going to, I'm going to start with a clip. As you know, I can be found on all of these following platforms, but I'm going to start with a clip that I feel ties into this episode. So let's, let's, let's get to it. Gas shortage, man. It's all fake. The oil companies control everything. Like there's this guy who invented this car. That runs on water, man. It's got a fiberglass air-cooled engine and it runs on water. Alright. So um so here's the deal. Um so I've been talking about um about this for quite some time and um so th- it's it's just ridiculous what, what is going on um with the vaping, um, with the vaping ban that just, that just went on and, um, that Charlie Baker, because he, he, he's, he hates cannabis. He hates the, the users. He hates the patients. He holds all of us in contempt, even though we're taxpaying law abiding citizens. He's had nothing but contempt from us from the jump. Him, him, the, um, speaker of the house to Leo, um, all, all the mainstream Dems that, that, that rubber stamp everything that Charlie Baker wants. They're not your friends. Um, and including Healy, although Healy is, has been doing some better things. She's been signing on to other state AG letters, um, pushing for banking regulations. Um, she's done some other, she's done some other stuff to put her weight around to, to help move to help protect the cannabis industry in this state. But she still doesn't like cannabis either, and she still needs to go to a certain degree too. But, um, I mean, she got reelected because, um, the alternative to her was a, was a, tr- was a Trumpist pretty much. And there was no way I was going to vote for no Jim McMahon. Like, hell, hell no. Like, he was, he was infinitely worse and, um, infinitely more, for madness and reactionary and i just wasn't gonna wasn't gonna just a vote for the lesser of the two evils and that i did but i'm not gonna elevate her career if i can help it like if she like i i I hope that she doesn't get chosen in a um presidential administration for her reefer madness and her slowing her and baker single-handedly slowing down um cannabis consumption lounges even though the people support it um, I remember reading a Boston Globe poll saying that 55% of citizens in, in the state want cannabis consumption lounges. So it's about the same as the people that, that voted on adult use to begin with. The same amount of people, roughly the same amount of people that approved and okayed adult use want cannabis consumption lounges. But this brings me to, before I go on to the story, I do think in addition to Baker being reefer madness and being heavy handed about this. And this ban has not, has 
not only extended to just like your run-of-the-mill vape carts, it is also extended to dry herb vapes. So if you wanted to get, um, so the, journalist Dan Adams of the Boston Globe on his Twitter a couple of days ago tried to get a, tried to go through the motions and, and get a PAX 2 or whatever. And Massachusetts, Ma- like so many dry herb vape vendors have banned, um, Massachusetts from being from having products shipped shipped to Massachusetts because this vape ban extends to dry herb vapes now. So you know the company that makes packs they will no longer ship dry herb vaporizers to Massachusetts, and so many other companies have excluded Massachusetts from um from to to from a place that you can order vapes from and. This this is so harmful in, in so many gosh darn ways. Like now, now people don't. The only way you can get your medicine is is just whole whole flour. And um, I even read something today that a um, dispensary in Massachusetts, you know, they distillate um, concentrate. It's often used to make um, it's often used to make um, edibles. But it can also be used, distillate itself can also be used to make vape carts. And as a precaution, one dispensary around here has gotten rid of their distillate-based edibles. And um, now edibles are being affected. And worse off, now that that edibles and, and, and vape carts are, are no longer on the table in the state now, flower prices have gone up. Um, there, there, there have been some dispensaries. I think Verilife has raised their eighth to $75 after tax. You got that right. 75 bucks after tax because now now everyone is buying flour and now they're now they have to recoup their costs and and price gouge because they cannot no longer sell their vape carts anymore. So the, so now the consumer is getting effed over and now these companies are taking advantage and being predatory because hell, where else are we going to go? But now they are they are, are are jacking up the prices of flour, and and I'm hearing that there are flour shortages too. And it, like again, um, before I go on to talk about um an article I want to talk about, it it brings it doesn't bring me pleasure to say this at all. Um, I'm I'm almost thirty. I'm going to be thirty this November. I've lived in the state my entire life. I've, as you can see from my hat, I've gone to um, the University of Massachusetts Amherst, and I've taken some, I've taken a grad class at UMass Lowell, a grad business class that I really enjoyed. I've I've gone to school here. I've I've grown up here. Although I've traveled to other states and other countries, this is my home. I've always considered it my home. I've always had pride in this state. But I, I, I can no longer say I, 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 I feel the same way anymore. And it, it breaks my heart, really. Um, like, I've, I've given it all I've had these past two or three years to be an advocate for, for, for what I feel is an, in, is an imperfect um, medical marijuana system and an imperfectly implemented adult use system where, you know, you're having governors being overreacting and banning all vapes, including not even carving out medical exceptions. So for people who don't want to smoke their medicine for medical purposes or personal preference, they don't have a choice anymore. And edibles are being implicated in this too, like I just said earlier. But 
you have a governor that 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 spits on us and that looks at us with contempt and does everything possible to sabotage it, including delaying implementation, which he did in 2016, um, doing during a shady lame duck session around Christmas of 2016. He did that a month after it passed. Lame duck session, delay the implementation of adult use. He did that. That was his first order of action, you know, after him, Maura Healy, the AG, and Mayor Walsh, um, they, they took out a, they took out a, a page in the Boston Globe saying, telling us to not legalize. Yet we gave them the middle finger and we did it anyway. But they wouldn't, they, they're, they're not going to let us stop knowing that they don't like this. And they continue to put up roadblocks. And they continue to sabotage it in any way, such as, you know, delaying consumption lounges, you know, appointing um, people to the um, cannabis control board that are anti-cannabis. You know, only only Commissioner Title is really on our side for the most part. But everyone else, everyone else doesn't care about us. They don't. They don't. They, they only want to push through their own agenda. You know, that's all they want to do. But it breaks my heart that i i'm gonna have to leave the state at some point i mean i'm i don't i don't know when it'll be you know it may be 2020 i can get out of here it may be 2021 but i don't i don't want it later than 2021 by the grace of god but i i, I can't see myself staying here anymore with with this level of contempt i've been shown as a taxpayer you know my vote doesn't count for anything you know you know, Baker wants to ram through his agenda of slowing down something he didn't want to, to be legalized or sabotage for something he didn't want to be legalized. He appoints people that are going to look at the plant with contempt, put put tyrannical laws such as um, having delivery cameras for 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 home deliveries that cops have the ability to access. Um, one of our one of the commissioners um, is very sort of. Um, pro cop and pro you know we need we we have to worry about you know, crime and yada 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 even though so many other states have have legalized adult use and have not had nearly the problems that she's saying what would exist but because again most of the commissioners besides title they don't they, they don't care about us they, they hold the, the plant with contempt they want to overregulate it. They want to make it as hard as humanly possible to to get into the industry. And um, but yeah, I mean, paying fifteen per gram after four years of having a medical program is pathetic. We have states like Maryland that you know um, that have a very locked down cannabis scene. They don't really have craft cannabis like Maine or like the West Coast has. But even they, um, they they legalized um, medical. Like I, I want to say, the first dispensary started two years ago. But even they are paying less than we pay. Even they have more dispensaries per capita than we got. And it's it's, it's so sad that I just I don't feel I'm a, I don't feel I'm a cultural fit for the state anymore. It just feels that we're addicted to puritanism. We're addicted to nimbyism. We're addicted to voting for leaders that are going to hold this substance in contempt even though and and giving giving this guy a, a second term even even though he's been nothing but hostile towards cannabis but again it's it's like i say the, the silent majority of, of people want this legal but it's not a high priority for them it's just a deadhead issue 
you know, maybe they have a distant relative with a card, but they really don't care about helping that person. You know, it's all about the other issues that they vote for, you know, which is, you know, keeping keeping a check on the Dem legislature and, and voting in a governor that's that's not going to raise the taxes or whatever. And that's why we vote for Republicans and, and, and people like like Baker all the time and people like Mitt Romney. You know, that's the politics. That's the parochial politics of the state. You know, we're, we're allergic to trying new and novel ideas like the more permissive states on the West Coast are, are willing to dirt, try or willing to do. You know, it's just not in our DNA. And I, I, I can't live in a state where it's acceptable for the leaders and they, 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 they pretend they listen to us, but then they show none but contempt in not implementing what we, what we tell them, what we politely tell them to do. And, um, you know, if I were, if I, if I, if I worked in the cannabis control board, I would, I would feel a sense of shame with what I've done. You know, I would feel I'd, like I would look at the other states and how, you know, states like Oklahoma have implemented this earlier and quicker. Like they, they voted on this in, I want to say 2018, last year, summer of 2018. And by the end of the year, they had dispensaries up and running and they have thousands of, they have a thousand of them or something like that now in the span of one year. But in the span of four years, we only have about 53, 54 dispensaries for medical use. And they charge 15 to 20 per gram. I, 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 I'm going to have to relocate. Um, if people know of places in Maine that are hiring or that are, that, that are hiring craft cannabis or, you know, even for their adult use that's supposed to be up and running next year, I'd be, I'd be willing to relocate to Maine. But um, places that I, I really think about are perhaps um, Seattle. Um, I think about um, what else? Um, the Bay Area in California. Um and I'd be open to in Arizona maybe too, and I'd be open to Michigan as well. I've spoken highly of Michigan's um program, although they're although they're corporatizing it, and although the corporate takeover has, has has sort of taken over, and some of the craft caregivers have been screwed over towards this this um corporatization of the program now. But they, they they still exist and they still they still provide better medicine with lower barriers of entry compared to other states. So um so yeah, I don't I don't really see myself as a fit for, for the state anymore. I feel really, really sad saying that. And I, I talked with my sister recently about this and and I'm, I, I, I really want to do this. I really want to. I, I don't. I don't see myself as a as a fit for the state anymore with, with, with what I've gone through and and the level of of contempt that these leaders have had for us, despite us being nothing but polite and us being nothing but diplomatic. You know, they just at best want to give us crumbs and say, are 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 we not merciful? Like that's 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 all it's been these past few years, and it's it's left a really bad taste in my mouth. So bad of a taste that I that I I can't see myself living here long term anymore. But um, let's let's get to the article um that I want to talk about. It's not long. It's from WCVV. Um, car crash victim says her medicine is being taken away with vaping ban by Sean Sia Biat. 
A Massachusetts woman says the statewide vaping ban will severely affect her ability to function. Felicia Sanger had severe debilitating pain and migraines since she was involved in a car crash four years ago. The wife and mother of two said the pain was so paralyzing she was practically stuck on her couch for two years. She struggled to find a form of treatment that eased it until she tried vaping medical marijuana. Things like CBD and THC, when used properly, can cure anything from a little sleep sleeplessness to severe migraine pain, Sagner said. All of a sudden, I had my wife back. For the first time in two years, said her husband, Daniel Sanger. When state officials banned all vaping products, Massachusetts Tuesday, including THC, the Sagner's look, Sanger's look stocked up. However, Felicia Sanger fears that her personal cure may vanish. How dare you, she said. This was my medicine. The temporary ban came after a growing number of mysterious illnesses in America, including 800 lung, 805 lung injuries and 12 deaths across 10 states were linked to vaping. Health officials said 77% of those patients had vaped THC before they exhibited symptoms. The Massachusetts vaping ban is a tough outcome, but for those like Felicia Sanger, who vape medical marijuana, but Charlie Baker believes the health risks associated with vaping are too high at this time to continue to allow it. Yeah, the the, the risk of, of vaping illicit black market products that aren't tested and aren't regulated as compared to a medical or even adult use dispensary, yeah, that's a risk and that's something you shouldn't be doing. But for him to to ban this whole whole cloth without a medical exception is so egregious and so authoritarian and asinine. And he should feel ashamed of himself. I don't want him to get a third term. And if he and if he runs for president, I'm going to do everything in, in my power. If he runs for president in a few years and uses the governorship like Romney did, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure he never gets it. Never. He does not deserve it after pulling this and after showing nothing but contempt for the patients in this state and for the adult users of this state. He does not deserve he does not deserve any more power, and I hope he never gets it. In this particular Okay, so let me go back. He declared a public health emergency which temporarily banned the state the sale of vaporized products in the state for the next four months. In this particular case, until we know more about the short-term impact of vaping on certain people, I don't consider it a safe alternative, Baker said. Sanger, however, believes vaping is safer for her children when it comes to secondhand smoke and says vaping lets her control her dosage. You get exactly what you need when you need it. If you ingest an edible, it just kind of hits you when you're least expecting it. Baker thinks four months is enough time to, uh, for doctors to determine what's making people sick. But Sanger hopes answers to the health crisis come sooner than that. What we've banned is the vape oil, which gave me the freedom to be a mother, she said. This is so sad. And again, this, this heartlessness and this cruelty that this governor and this administration has shown has left a bad taste in my mouth. And I don't... I, I no longer can see myself staying in this state anymore. Um, it, shout out to everyone who listens and 
I really appreciate all the support I've gotten in this year of doing this podcast. And if you know of any hints, if you know of any um, prospects in any of the states I listed, feel free to email me um, at IamCanvasSativa at gmail.com. Um, I'm, I'm dead serious about wanting out of here. But um, I hope you guys got a lot out of this and peace. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support and expand our humble little project, there are a few ways you can support us. We plan on doing big and humble little things with our projects, such as getting to trade shows, visiting other MMJ and recreational states, and doing on-field work. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting and equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to www.anchor dot fm slash i am cannabis sativa podcast slash support you can also support me now on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast you can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have five dollar and ten dollar tiers if you're feeling extra generous and those come with their own benefits too and um, if you subscribe to the the 10 and above tier, you you get some personal time if you're over 21 with Mr. Sativa. So, uh, you know, you can chat with me on Discord. You know, we can have 15-minute one-on-one time. So you get, you get exclusive episodes. You get early releases when you join these tiers. And you can also subscribe and find our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic, Tune in radio, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Follow us on socials at um on, on Twitter, for example, at IC Sativa Podcast and on Instagram at I am Cannabis Sativa. And as always, stay medicated, my friends. Peace.